Hey there, everybody. Welcome to episode number three of Content Creators College. This is the first of what I hope will be many examples of some of the lessons that I've taught to students of mine who are working with me in this content creation world. This is a previously recorded webinar that I did on idea generation. So we talked about building a content system to get the best flow of ideas going, how to live in where you get inspiration. So kind of stay in that zone where you're always inspired and motivated to do things. And then I gave away some free ideas that you can use to generate content ideas and fill your month, your week, whatever it is you're doing with uh, new ideas and ways to write or produce or create content around your passion. In this case, the students of this webinar all were dealing with hockey, which by the way, as you listen to this podcast, you're probably already starting to realize that I am big into sports and we talk a lot about sports. We will go other ways, but this one was specifically, uh, I was brought in to teach a webinar on idea generation for NHL hockey writers. So we hope that you enjoy. I hope that you enjoy. This is a copy of that webinar with a few things removed just because they were specific to that group of people and you didn't really need it. But this is going to be something that anybody can take out if they're struggling with ideas, if they're trying to figure out a way to best create things to write about, talk about, discuss, whatever. When you're stuck or you feel like you're back into a corner and you don't know what to do, these things, these tips, these techniques might be able to help you out. I hope that you enjoy. This is episode three of Content Creators College all about idea generation. Welcome everybody to this evening's webinar about creating ideas and I'm really excited that you decided to join me here. I think some of these tips that I'm going to show you are going to be useful. And we're not just talking about specific ideas. We're talking about creating an environment, a surrounding, a setting where your ideas are going to naturally flow out of you. So that's what tonight's webinar is all about. Let's get right down to what we're going to be talking about. Some of the objectives that we're going to cover today uh, as part of this are all about ideas. I've broken it down into like three categories. It's creating a content system. And I'll explain to you what that means here in a second. Live where you get inspiration. So where do you find your ideas? Where do you come up with what you're about to write or produce on your podcast? Uh, things like that. And then I'm actually going to give you some very specific ideas that you can take home with you. So if you hopped on this webinar tonight, hoping that I would give you a bunch of good ideas and a big list, there is some of that. Let's get right to it. Creating a content system. So what is a content system. Uh, basically, the short version of this is, this is the process of creating, scheduling, delivering, and optimizing the content you create. It's how you strategize and build a framework to avoid feeling constricted and handcuffed. So the main components of a content system, it's going to be different for everybody. My content system will not be the same as your content system. In short, it's kind of the schedule, how I go about coming up with the ideas, how I go about you know getting my content out there, my routine, do I wake up in the morning? Do I do it in the afternoon? Do I go an, an evening right? Do I do it after the games? It's all about what your life is like and personally works for you and motivates you and energizes you to get the best stuff out there. It gives you clarity. It removes anxiety, uh, motivates and focuses your energy and keeps you on target. I know that we are talking about idea generation here in this, but I have to stress that if you don't have a content system, if you don't have a way 
to work that is comfortable for you, the ideas just will not come. You will not have any luck coming up with some really good stuff. So we're going to talk a little bit about that before we get into the actual specific ideas. Uh, Giving you clarity is all about a content system that is structured method for consistently creating and publishing the right content for a target audience. So when I say target audience, you may have heard me talk about this in the Boss Contents course, which is a niche. For me, and if you guys know my work, uh, I cover the Edmonton Oilers, but I'm also the news and rumors guy every day. I write that article on a daily basis. I think in the last two years, I might have missed two days. Now, I'm not saying that you need to write that often, but I've created a system that allows me to do that very easily. It doesn't take a whole lot of my time to do it in the morning. It's kind of my niche audience, right? I have suggested to people before, come up with a niche that you really can get into, that you sink your teeth into. The news and rumors, is it for me? There may be other ones for you. So having a niche, uh, something that you really want to focus on, that you want to say, okay, I'm going to deliver this on a regular basis. uh, That's a really good way to be clear about what it is you're going to work on every month. Uh, What and how often do you want to create? Having a system, again, is going to give you more of a schedule structure, a structured schedule to let you kind of figure out, okay, how often can I do this? Can I set time aside to do this? Am I doing this once or twice a week? Do I need one day at the beginning of the week to like write down all my ideas for the week? Do I want to plan my whole month out ahead? How do I want to do this? So it gives you that kind of clarity to go, okay, this is how often I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do for the month, for the week, for the day. You can really plan it out. And then it allows you to engage. You're going to have extra time. If your system is tight and you have this worked out and it works for you, part of your traffic is going to come from engaging with your readers. So going through the comment section, talking to others while coming up with ideas, If you don't have the time to do that because you're constantly struggling with writing your content and coming up with ideas for what you're doing, you're never going to get the chance to really engage with the readers. And if you don't do that, you're really missing out on an opportunity there. So uh, that's something that you want to focus on too. This also removes anxiety. So having a system kind of makes it so that, you know, coming up with a good ideas is harder when there's pressure. So if you have, you know, get to produce under a time limit. If you're backed into a corner, if you're feeling as though uh, this is kind of like, oh man, I got to get this out tomorrow. Otherwise I don't have anything. I know I have to meet my minimum. I have to do this. If you're feeling like that all the time, you're going to really struggle. So uh, schedule or article stack. I'm not sure how many of you have heard of article stacking, but basically what this is, is that you might say, okay, I have a topic. I want to talk about an idea. This is much bigger than a 600 word article. So if you go, okay, I have like 2000 words here in my head. You can stack this up and divide it into parts, make two, three, four articles out of it, right? By the way, when you do that, you've taken care of almost half a week's worth of content. So article stacking is a really good way to talk about multiple ideas in kind of one, it's like chapters. Imagine like sequence number one, sequel number two, that kind of thing, right? Uh, It leaves room for unexpected extras. So when you have your schedule kind of set out and you have your system tight and you know what you want to do. If an idea pops into your head, and I'll give you an example of one that happened for me just the other day, you have room to write it now. You're not stressed. You're not, you know, when do I fit this in? How do I work my time management here? You have a lot of time for extra ideas to come flowing through you. And it kind of eliminates writer's block when you have your stuff planned out. Now, I'm not saying you have to plan out everything in advance. You don't need to know every content article you're going to write for the whole month. You don't need to plan your whole week ahead. But when you start to do that, and think that way, you're going to find that this becomes a lot easier not to have writer's block because you already know what you're going to write. You just need to write it. And the idea is already there. You just sort of need the content and the body of what you're doing. Making outlines is easier. Everything like that kind of flows with it. Motivates and focuses your energy. So when all you have to do is write what you previously scheduled yourself to write, 
the writing is much easier. So I just sort of mentioned that at the end there, when you know what you're going to write, when you have your idea already down and you kind of like, okay, I know what I'm going to talk about. I just need to fill my 600 words, my 700 words. I need to get my story out there as I'm writing it. Uh, that's the only job you have. Your idea is done. Your schedule is done. You just need to write the content, which sometimes is easier said than done, but you take all that other stuff off your plate. So it's really helpful. Uh, you simply need to accomplish the task of doing it. One job. One job is to get the content out because the idea is already taken care of. And then your outline already exists. So if you've had the idea and you've been thinking about it, if you knew that you were going to write this a week ago, you probably had a week's worth of time to go, I think when I do this, I'm going to write that, right? Not every story is going to be something that is so little time sensitive that you can think about it two weeks in advance. But there will be ideas as we go through this that you're going to realize, oh man, I can write that two weeks from now. Um, So there's lots of things that we can do here. So... Uh, And it keeps you on target, right? You're going to have tunnel vision for what you want to do. You're going to hit and surpass your goals. And I highly encourage you guys. I know this is not idea related, but I encourage you guys to set goals for yourself for the month, for the week. How much do you want to do? Like if you sit down today after this webinar is over and you go, I want to hit 100,000 views next month. I want to hit 200,000 views next month. You shoot for that goal. You are much more likely to reach it, especially if you have a system in place to do it. You're going to give your readers what they want. And it's really, I talked about engaging with them. You're going to find if you engage with the readers, they're going to tell you what they're looking for, or at least they'll hint at it. And so this keeps you on target and it nails your SEO and scales your readership. So if you haven't been through the boss contents course, or you don't know much about SEO search engine optimization. It allows you to put your titles in, in line, keywords that work for Google or other search engines. And then you can spend some time after you're done, you know, promoting it on social media, sharing it on other platforms and really get people to kind of, um, you know, go with you. So that's the first section. So if you have any questions about that, write them down at the end. You're more than welcome to do this. If I'm flying through this in the chat and you're like, man, he's moving way too fast because I did want to keep this under half an hour. uh, You can write too fast in the chat. I will slow down. I won't be offended if you say that uh, just so that I know how quickly I'm working here. Okay. The second section is to find inspiration, live where you get uh, the best ideas. So what I mean by that is basically uh, the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something, especially to do something creative. So the inspiration is it helps you think of your ideas. It helps you carry out those ideas that you think of, and then it helps you grow the ideas after you've got them kind of out on paper or published on the hockey Raiders. So what do I mean by think of ideas? So basically living where you are inspired breeds ground for good ideas. So You'll be open to new ideas. You're going to keep notes on your phone. And so here's something that I do whenever I have, because I get ideas at the weirdest times, not necessarily when I sit down and I say that I'm going to write something, does an idea come to me? The idea comes to me in the middle of nothing. I'm going to give you an example here. Your best of it, uh, best ability is availability. So what I mean by that is I was open to hopefully finding an idea when I went to an Oilers locker room fan day sale the other day. Uh, so on Sunday, the Oilers had this fan day that they were doing. I went just to check out some of the stuff that they had. And one of the people there had found all these jerseys. And I don't know if you read this article that I wrote, but uh, the jerseys were all of players that had not actually joined the Edmonton Oilers. These were players that the Oilers were rumored to be in on at the trade deadline next last season and didn't end up acquiring. They just either stayed with their teams or they moved to another team. When they made the jerseys and I saw the jerseys, I thought, you know what? That's a story. So I put a little note in my phone And then I set an alert for about 30 minutes, an hour from then, because I knew that's when I would be home so that my phone would remind me, oh, hey, by the way, you saw those jerseys. 
So when I saw those jerseys, I immediately said to myself, that's a story because it's interesting that the Oilers got so close potentially to trading for these people that they felt the need to make jerseys for them. And so I'm thinking that's a pretty interesting take on something. It might not prove anything, but why would they make a jersey for a player that they never got? It must be that it was close if that player hopped on a plane and got a charter to the city the next season or the next night. They were probably in the lineup. They needed a jersey for them. So I thought, okay, they must have been close. So I wrote that article. By the way, that article, I think, is like 85,000 page views right now. So I made some money with that one, right? And it's just an an idea that came to me while I was doing something else and enjoying some time with my kids. Uh, I made a little alert, alert in my phone. I set it for me to remind myself later. And I wrote the article when I got home. So it really didn't take me very long. The article actually wrote itself because there were four players, four subheadings, and away that I went. Um, sometimes I'll just ask my audience. So as I'm going through the comment section of my posts, I'll actually ask somebody, um, go where people are talking. I love podcasts. You're going to hear this a couple of times from me throughout this uh, webinar. I listen to them all the time. I listen to them when I work out. I listen to them when I go for walks. I listen to them when I'm working on stuff. Uh, I find the podcasts are a fantastic place to pull a quote, uh, to get a nugget from an interview. Somebody says something a little controversial and then I go, how do I turn that into an article that isn't TMZ like, but is also you know something that people can debate? So I love doing that, right? So my best ability is my availability to being open to anything that pops into my head to make an idea out of. So that's going to really help you guys out. Once I've got the idea, I have to carry out that idea. So again, I talked about you know what happens when the light bulb goes off. What when you get the idea, what do you do? Fit it into your content system. So go back to the beginning where we talked about you know creating your schedule, your timeline, your flexibility, when you want to work, when do you sit down, when are you the most motivated and energized to write good stuff? Because sometimes we sit down and nothing good comes out because we weren't prepared for that. We, just, we tried to squeeze it in and it didn't really work. So once your system is in place, you can take those little light bulb moments, fit them in to what you're already doing, and the ideas just really flow out of you. Uh, I talked about adding a phone alert to your phone to give yourself a note, which is a great idea. Uh, you'll create an outline immediately. Once you've set that alert, you probably reminded yourself, oh yeah, I'm going to write that. Imagine having you know the whole rubber band on your finger thing. When you see the rubber band, you're like, oh, right. I was supposed to remind myself of something. Typically when I have an idea and I put it on my phone, what happens is that I will think about the outline of how I want to write the article before I get the chance to sit down and actually write it. So when my outline is done, which is for the most part, the hard part, I can then just write the the 600 words or 700 words and out they come. So it's not too hard. Uh, post a social media screenshot. I want to give a shout out to Alex Hobson. Uh, he is why I think this works so well. I'm not sure if he's on this webinar right now or not. Maybe he'll watch it later, but I want to give a shout out to him because he does this repeatedly. Uh, this is something I think is a fantastic idea. He will start an article. He'll write the title, maybe the first paragraph. He'll screenshot that he's working on it, and then he'll post it on social media. Two really good things come out of that. One Uh, People will see it and they'll be curious. So they'll check the next day when they think that article is going to go live and they'll probably read it. So he generates some buzz, but two, it commits him to writing it, right? Once it's out there and it's live and people know it's coming, you are probably committed to it. Now you can change your mind. You can say, oh, you know what? I didn't, but you probably won't. You're going to write the article. So you're kind of, um, Oh, somebody, Odin says, Maple Leafs are playing. He's unavailable. Makes sense. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll make sure that we tell Alex that I gave him some props for this one. And then you can come up with your title, by the way, uh, very quickly. Once you know that you're going to be writing something, once you come up with your title, which is a key part of whatever idea you're writing, the best idea doesn't really work if your title is no good. Uh, you can do that and then just write again. Once you've 
come up with your idea and you've kind of created it and you're ready to go with it, you need to grow it after it's live on the hockey raters. And the best way to do that is you can potentially expand and scale your ideas by breaking them up into chapters. We talked about that a little bit earlier. If you have a very big idea that is maybe too big for one article, you can split it off into sections. Uh, Can you involve other team writers? And what I mean by that is let's say, for example, that I want to write an article about uh, Connor McDavid and how many points I think he'll get this season. If I think it's 130, who might be in the league that's going to get close? First thing I might think is Leon Dreisaitl or Austin Matthews or a handful of other people. You might want to reach out if I'm an Oilers writer to a Maple Leafs writer and say, hey, do you want to collaborate on something? Do you want to work out? So you can not only you know expand a second article on top of the first one that you wrote, you might get new ideas when you're comparing McDavid and Matthews. There's more ideas for you for the month, right? Uh, can you ask the same of other players on your teams or other teams? So if I'm writing something about points for McDavid, can I write the same or similar article about Leon Dreisaitl? Can I write it from a defensive perspective about Darnell Nurse? One of the knocks on Nurse is that he doesn't get power play time and that he's paid a lot of money, but he doesn't necessarily score a lot of points. That's another idea that was started off of the first one. So I'm just piggybacking off of things, change them enough, flex them up, but you also have like a series started here. So it's a good idea to sort of have these things all line up. They're different enough, but they're also sort of piggybacking off the original idea. Uh, And can you follow up down the road? Can you write an article that in two months or three months needs a follow-up? For example, Connor McDavid, 130 points. He's going to probably have to do that in sections over the season in two or three months. Can I say, okay, here's where he's at on his pace towards 130. There's four articles throughout the year right there, probably, if you broke that season up into four parts. So uh, those are great ideas. Making sure that you have something that, you know, breeds to other things is never bad. All right. So that talks about the content system that talks about inspiring and getting your ideas out there. Let's get really specific. Now let's talk a little bit about some of my favorite ideas. And by the way, you can steal any of these. These are not my ideas exclusively. You can have any of them that you want to. If you have a pen and paper ready, or you're going to come back and watch the recording, this is probably the time to write things down. So here are some of my favorite ideas. Uh, These are ideas I use every month to come up with content and you can take what you like. Podcasts and video quotes. I talked about that already. I love podcasts. I'm specifically listening to certain podcasts for certain quotes, uh, certain teams, certain comments. A video quote is another really good one. I'm going to give you another example here. Colton Pankew, who writes for the Calgary Flames, wrote an article the other day about Daryl Sutter. During a media conference, somebody asked him about Matthew Kachuk and if he would compare Tyler Toffoli to Matthew Kachuk. If you know the Flames, you know that Kachuk went to Florida. So maybe Daryl Sutter might say something about Kachuk on the way out. And he did. He sort of said, he indirectly did. He said, well, one guy's been through a lot of playoff games. I'm paraphrasing here. And the other guy hasn't. A lot of people took that to suggest that maybe that that was a shot at Matthew Kachuk. Colton ran with that. And he was able to write a 600-word article out of that. And he got some really good traffic for that. So he pulled a video quote. It was one sentence from a video press conference. And he (laughs) made some pretty good money with it. So just listen for the stuff like that. Two-team comparisons. I love this technique. This is something where you might normally think, okay, if I'm a Blackhawks writer, I'm going to write about the Blackhawks. If I'm a Bruins person, I'm going to write about the Bruins. Why not compare one team to another? So if you have players on that team, if you have results or standings or, you know, offense versus defense, goaltending, you know, Blackhawks versus X team, whose goaltending is better? Uh, Toronto versus Edmonton, 
whose forward depth is better. You can, once you put those two teams in your title, by the way, you like almost double your audience. So it's a good strategy to try to implement if you have the opportunity to do it. Reddit, if you've ever been on there, and I'm sure a lot of you have, I'm not a big fan of Reddit, but I will admit that it is great for coming up with ideas. There's a ton of ways to generate uh, just through the discussion. If you look on there and it tells you how many people are watching the thread, the most popular ones usually have a lot of comments and somewhere in there is a golden nugget. Somebody says something that you're like, that's an idea for an article that I can write. So go on Reddit as often as you feel like you need to, especially if you're stuck and you're planning out your month in advance and you'll find some stuff on there that you can talk about. Quizzes are really cool. Not just making quizzes, but actually using questions from quizzes that you might take somewhere else and go, huh, like that question number seven, I probably could write an article about that. If you look around for hockey quizzes online, you're going to find a bunch. Just take a few, look at a couple questions and go, okay, there's something about like Carey Price. Um, you might find a history about Carey Price. You might find something interesting there, a stat you didn't know before, or a background story about him. Uh, you could use that to write an article. So whether you think like you're producing a quiz or you're just taking a quiz, just specifically read through the questions and go, I wonder if there's an idea there. Uh, drip your content. I don't know if you know what drip your content means, but it's basically to deliver it over a period of time. So it's, think of it instead of flooding somebody with one big article, drip it slowly. So bring it out over a period of time, um, whether it's a month or two weeks or three months or whatever you want to do and leave your kind of reader hanging at the end of it. You know, Give them really good content in every article that you write but let them know there's more coming. And then, you know, a week from now, write the second part or whatever you want to do, but drip it out and keep people engaged. Respond or agree with a competitor. I'm going to tell you right now, most ideas are not original ideas. Anybody who says that they are is probably not telling the truth. They're usually just spins or variations on an idea that you've adapted and twisted your own way from your own perspective. So feel free to go to another website, go and check it out. Uh, Dean's probably going to hate that I say that you're going to check out and traffic other websites, but this is good for us because getting ideas from other people is a great way. You can debate somebody's take on a topic. You can say, okay, this person quoted this in an article. I have a different take on it. So I'm going to resource them and then I'm going to respond to them. You might agree with it, or you might find something in there that you're like, oh, I like that line. That's a really good paragraph. Interesting, controversial comment. Let's take that and we'll run with it and we'll talk about it. Don't worry about making enemies with these people. It's not something that you have to, you're professional writers, you can deal with that, but it is a great way to, um, to get you the content that you can work with. Comb through the comments section. So not only of your own articles, but comments on Facebook groups, comments in other articles from other sites. So if you find, I'm an Oilers guy, Oilers Nation is a big website around here. I'll go on there and I'll just search through the comment sections of some of the articles that they write. Somebody usually says something pretty good. Uh, there are a lot of knowledgeable fans in your market that will want to be heard and don't have the platform. So they use the comment sections of those articles to tell you what they think. You can get some really good stuff out of there. In fact, you might even strike up a conversation with somebody who left the comment, do a quick interview with them and have a art whole article written. Run a poll on Facebook in a group. Now, Facebook groups are interesting. You got to be very careful with these because if you go into a Facebook group and sign up, you might find that if you just share your, your links, they're going to boot you out pretty quick for spam and stuff. Now, some groups are cool with it. Some groups are not. But a poll or a survey is usually fair game. Uh, if you just ask a very simple question about your team or about a certain player or about something, they don't think you're trying to advertise anything. They just think you want to run a poll. Well, the results and the votes and the survey, they give you great ideas. If everybody's really evenly tied, you might go, okay, that's a story that this is a you know, toss-up. 
if one is like 90% and every other option isn't on Facebook, sometimes the surveys, people can write in their own responses and their own answers. You might get something out of that. Uh, so it's really, really helpful. So try that out. And then down at the bottom here, HubSpot Idea Generator. If you guys have never seen this before, I highly recommend that you check it out. I'm going to show you what this is, but it's pretty cool. Um, so this is what that looks like. If you go to HubSpot.com backslash blog hyphen topic hyphen generator or slash generator, you can type in any nouns you want to. And I'll give you a very quick uh, display of how this works. So maybe you say NHL regular season, hit enter. That's one noun. Then you might write Connor McDavid as another noun. Maybe you write uh, hockey trade. You might write Edmonton Oilers. I just did four. You can do more, but I'm just going to hit blog ideas. So here's on the left uh, some of the things that it spit out at me. NHL regular season expectations versus reality. Now, this might not be the article you write, but if you replace NHL regular season with the word Connor McDavid, you could say Connor McDavid expectations versus reality. There's an idea there, right? It's kind of like, okay, we expect him to get a hundred and something points. What's the reality of what's he going to get? Let's take a look at his line mates. Let's take a look at the off season additions they did. Let's take a look at his health, all that stuff. There's an idea there. And you can replace NHL regular season with almost anything and probably get an idea. Will Connor McDavid ever rule the world? It's a very strange topic, uh, but you can say, will Connor McDavid ever win the scoring title? So we all kind of think here at Edmonton that he's probably going to make a priority or place a priority on scoring goals because Austin Matthews got 60, won the Hart Trophy last year. And McDavid's probably, you know, the internal competitor in him would like to do that. So he might shoot more. And so do you say, will Connor McDavid ever win the scoring title? Will he get the most goals? That could be a story. Uh, the next big thing in hockey trade. So hockey trade doesn't really make sense there, but you can put, uh, or this prospect pool, you could put uh, Maple Leafs, off-season salary cap moves, whatever title fits, obviously you work it around, but there's an idea there, probably three or four of them that you can do. Edmonton Oilers explained in fewer than 140 characters. So uh, this is interesting too, because 140 characters, if you guys know Twitter very well, you have 140 characters, basically write whatever you want to write. Now you're not going to write an entire article in 140 characters, but you can maybe come up with a line or a tag or a phrase in 140 characters and then expand on that. So what topic can you cover in 140 characters that makes a very clear statement that you would then have to back up for the rest of the article? It could be um, Oilers, why Oilers shouldn't trade Tyson Berry in under 140 characters. Okay. So now you've, You've created some curiosity, some interest. People are going to be like, what is he talking about, right? Um, why Toronto should trade Mitch Marner in 140 characters? You know, anybody, anything, any topic, it, it's curious, right? It's different, and it, you just got to explain it. And this week's top stories about NHL regular season. If you want a, a niche, and we've talked about the niches, and we've talked about maybe having a series or a regular set of articles that you want to do, uh, this week's top stories is something you could absolutely do that I'm not sure a lot of your teams are doing yet. So if you are looking for a regular kind of recurring weekly article that you can do, this is one of them. This week's top stories surrounding the Chicago Blackhawks. This week's top stories surrounding the Winnipeg Jets. Whatever it is that you want to do, there's a whole series there. So this is a very cool uh, way to do this and just come up with it. I love this tool. You can use it all day long if you want to. Here's a few more free ideas. So if you guys are just really looking for uh, some stuff, Try using the following 
starting your titles with these 10 weird moments. So dot, 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 10 weird moments in Oilers hockey history, 10 weird moments in whatever, whatever, like you can do anything you want. Predicting the top blank. So predicting the top score for your team, predicting the top, um, I don't know. You can go anywhere you want to, right? Eight times, dot, 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 eight times that this happened. Nine things you should know about whomever. Pick a player on your team and dig up some research. Nine things that maybe people didn't know about that person. Nine things you should know about your general manager. Nine things you should know, whatever. Why X player is explained. So when I say X player, you're just going to put a name in there. So why, I just keep going to Toronto and Edmonton. I apologize for all the other teams that are on this webinar that I'm ignoring, but why Leon Dreisel is the best German player of all time explained. Might be a little long. You can narrow it down, but you know what I mean. Uh, seven best duos. So Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, uh, Patrick Kane, or Timmy Panarin, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisel, like whatever duos you want to use, you can, you can come up with that. And then X player versus Y player or X team versus Y team. And we've talked about the comparisons there. There you go. That was a mouthful. I gave you some freebies. And I hope that you find a creative way to implement some of these ideas, to work them into what you're doing and creating your content and that they work for you. All right, listeners, that was uh, the webinar that took place on idea generation, where I spoke to a group of students and coworkers of mine talking about uh, how to create ideas and fill their month, their calendar with a bunch of great content that they could use to increase their traffic, to increase their readership, to engage with their readers and their audience. I hope that you enjoyed. That was episode three of the Content Creators College Podcast. Please do me a favor, download, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, by the way, if you leave us a five-star review, I know the show is new, but I'd really appreciate your support as we go through and make these episodes for you. But until next time, when we have another edition of Content Creators College, and we we strive to give you an education, an unofficial degree in this content creator world that we all love and enjoy, but often struggle with, we'll talk to you guys next time.